Hello there, Ringside Crew. Hey, dudes at Ringside Crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the Savage Juggernaut, Damaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Sarks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's own Brody Adler. The headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is according to Woods. Savannah Summers. Where you are watching the International News. You're at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hey Hello again, and I'm tiny now. Hello again, Geek. Let's introduce the guest. All right. Let's give a warm dude's out. Wait, you want to start over, Joe? <laughs> Are we starting and, over? And like, um, hello, the wrestling fans. Welcome to another episode of the internationally owned Dudes at Ringside podcast. And on the dude, I'm Joe Panther III, and it's on the top of Metal Mountain, all the way down to all 50 states and the globe. It's a happy heel himself, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Crew? What's going on, International? No, what's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Not too much. Uh, if you want to check us out at WWE2K22, you can now because we're there. That's Hashtag. Weird. What's that? Who made us? Our friend, Pro Wrestling Dad. If you hashtag B no, PWD. That's PWD. Dad. Find the dudes at Ringside, the, the dirts. Find dirt, <laughs> dudes at Ringside Podcast. And now, introduce the guests. So, let's give a warm dudes at Ringside welcome to the commander of the Quirky Club, Izzy Shaw. Hey, everyone. How's it going? How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. Welcome. Uh, so, um, if so, okay, here we go. Take two. So, <laughs> what have you been, been up to? Uh, um, nothing much. Uh, training hard. Um, currently in a feud with Savannah Summers and Blair Alexis for the Power Slam Women's Championship. Uh, they, uh, a few months ago, they attacked me from behind, so I wouldn't be able to complete the tournament. And I made it in, and I made it into the finals. No. Semi-finals, made into the semi-finals, and then they attacked me. So Blair automatically made into the finals of Savannah. But I will defeat them both. And then uh, two weeks ago, I wrestled for Deathmatch Night, uh, which is this new up-and-coming wrestling promotion in Melbourne. And that was really good because it was like a major show to be on and got to wrestle on with talent like... Charlie Evans, who's down with her partner from GCW, and Alex Cologne was there. Like a very big deathmatch promotion. But that was good. That's what I've been doing. Getting back into the ranks and training awesome. and being on shows. Is, is there is there a lucha chicken running around in deathmatch down under? Or, uh... Lucha chicken? Yeah. You never heard yeah. of him? We had no. him, we had him on the podcast. He's from he's, he's a, a he's I think in he's from, Where is he from? Victoria, I think. I yeah. think he's from Victoria, Australia. Yeah. He said he wrestles oh. for that promotion, so. Yeah. Kid Valiant? Cuz I know you guys interviewed him before. Valido, I think his name is. Yeah, Valido. 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 I wasn't on the show with him. 
No. But yes, I've heard of Alito. Yeah. He's, very he's nice awesome. Guy. Very, very friendly guy. If, he has a fire jacket, so that's even cooler. Yeah. I've never actually met him, so I need I've I've never actually met him in person, so we had a good experience. Yeah. Hopefully you do when you meet him because he's a nice guy. He's very he's friendly. A super, he's a very friendly guy. I never heard of an Australian luchador before, but you know. That, oh, we've got I, a couple. Yeah. We've got a couple. Yeah. It's like they're, they're branching out everywhere. I mean, uh, we, you got you gotta get him on the podcast for, for September. We need we need a we need an we need Valido back on the podcast. We need for, a Valido yeah, back. Valucha month. Yeah. One of my <laughs> close friends who I used to live with is a uh um luchador. He has like a bird luchador and he's and he calls himself Kit Condor and he's got like a bird mask. Mm. That yeah. sounds cool. Yeah. You should yeah. tell him about us. We would love to have a the, the condor on the podcast in September. I'll let him know. <laughs> I'll let him know. <laughs> got a lot of Americans. We got a lot of randoms, but no Australians. <laughs> For Lucha Month, right? Yes, Lucha Month. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. I'll let him know. I'll also let Chase Magnum know. And another luchador that we have. Ooh, Chase Magnum. That name sounds so familiar. Is he like one of the bigger names in Australia? Oh, um, not really. He's kind of a bit new, but he's he wrestled Savannah. Okay. So that might be where you know him from. He wrestled Savannah. But um, yeah, no, he's uh new, newish. But no, he's really talented. He'll 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 be something. He just uh needs to keep working his way up the ranks but he's good yeah yeah you you know about us with the new wrestlers we always like to get the new ones on because the new ones equal people going hmm they're new i don't know who they are but then i look them up <laughs> that's the fun <laughs> thing about it that's the cool thing about the internet everybody wants to look you up <laughs> yeah yeah so so what, what's your opinions on AEW's forbidden door love it uh, yeah, really excited, especially like we were talking before, Hiromu and Naito. That yeah. would make me so happy. I don't know if Hiromu will be on, but to Why be not? honest with you, I, I don't know. I just, I love Hiromu so much, but I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like they'll go and get, I, I, I know that they'll get Naito. I've got it down in my mind. They're going to get Naito. They're going to get Okada. They're going to get Tanahashi. They're going to get the big guys. And even though Hiromi's a big guy, uh, like one of the big stars, I don't know if they'll get him. I just have this feeling in my head they're not going to get him. They're going to get, like, the other top guys, but they won't get Hiromi. I would be ecstatic if they did. But just something in my mind says they're not going to. But Hiromu and Dan Housen are my two favorite wrestlers. So it'd be great to see them in the same promotion. There, I like couple... sorry. sorry, I like goofy, crazy people. So <laughs> I like those two. Yeah, there's one wrestler I really wanted to see when in the garden. I really kind of want to see El Desperado live, but I never got the chance to see him. But you know he'd be I'm... good. El Desperado Joe is a name you gotta look up. He's I have so... heard of El Desperado. They... <laughs> of course, that name, that name, that name's legacy. Oh, the cat. There you go. Hey, Thanks for the follow, everyone. Why is it? Why is it Geek's face? Because <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> Whatever. Change logo, Geekins. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the dancing cat anymore. But anyway, Maybe it's, it was the geek, it's the Geek Show. But anyway, oh, cool. thanks for the follow. Anyway, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, yeah, I've never seen El Desperado live, and some El Desperado is a Japanese luchador, which Joe would absolutely be like, "Holy shit!" El Desperado. You have to send me the name later so I can send it to my laptop so we can look it up on the YouTube. You need to watch him. Desperado, he's good. Especially his match with Hiromu at the uh, Best of Super Juniors Finals. That's a match I highly recommend to Joe. Joe would be like, Geek is like Mister. Watch Joe. Geek is Mister. I'm Mister Old School. Geek is like the New Japan and stuff like that. And I, I do so with AW with the Forbidden Door. How, how are you feeling about them having Ring of Honor now? I think it's good because I feel like there was. After what happened when they started to close down and, like, there was a couple of talent in Australia that were signed by them that were just waiting for the pandemic to be over before they could fly over and wrestle there, and they got fired and all this stuff, I just felt like Ring of Honor was just going to end. So it's good that Tony Khan picked it up and that we still have Ring of Honor. And I don't know, I'm starting to feel like Tony is has so many people on his roster and he has about he has like four different shows but still he has so many people on his roster and people only watch like them and most people only watch the main two and one of them only goes for an hour so i think it was good that he has another avenue for his wrestlers to wrestle on um, and also gives those Ring of Honor people, the people that were hired there, still have a job. I just, uh, but I also don't want it to be, I, I like, I also like the AEW aesthetic, but also the Ring of Honor aesthetic. I would like it to be, I, I wouldn't like, wouldn't want him to turn it into another AEW show. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd like to keep the Ring of Honor aesthetic, but use his wrestlers, and that way he, all the people he signed, can still work and do all these matches, and he doesn't have to worry about people not getting opportunities, and he can still like open the door for other wrestlers to sign, but then also give those people a job still to highlight those Ring of Honor wrestlers. I know. I think it's a good thing. I just hope he does it. The only issue, worry I'd have is don't turn it into the AEW aesthetic. Keep it two separate things. Yeah, it's kind of like an Amazon and uh, Whole Foods. Like you, like the yeah. Amazon's um, Whole Foods is owned by Amazon, but they're keeping it two separate entities. And this way, it's smart because people that don't like Amazon could say, "Huh, I never knew they were owned by Whole Foods or something." Yes. So so so. so. Because Coca-Cola is the same way. Some people don't like Coca-Cola because some of the uh, drinks they feel that it's too sugary. So yeah. they'll say so they'll buy vitamin water, Dasani, Smart Water, but they'll never know. Some people don't even know that they're owned by Coca-Cola as well. So, like, isn't Dasani the bad tasting one? Yeah, I heard that. I yeah. never. We don't have it here. I just remember hearing on YouTube it's like the worst tasting water, and I'm like, we don't have it. <laughs> it's like, not that bad. I, don't think I would do the Ring of Honor with AEW. I know it sounds kind of cliche, but I probably would make them like their NXT. And have I think them, that's what he's doing. Yeah, have their, yeah, we'll that's have what he's doing. I don't know how I feel about that. Have its own show. Yeah, like, have AEW doing their like Dynamite and blah blah blah, and then have 
Ring of Honor have its own time slot on a certain day that they don't have an AEW product on. I, I yeah, think that's I just don't know because it's like NXT is like the developmental brand, and I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not too sure how I feel about that because I, like I said, I want to keep it like a Ring of Honor aesthetic. Yeah, because I feel like it'd be good to keep the aesthetic. So it's still Ring of Honor, not just an AEW, just the just another AEW show. I don't know if I'm making that sense. That no, no sense. You, you are. I feel like Dark and Elevation already are the NXTs. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does, but like, there's a, that's another. Sorry. That's a, <laughs> I was about to say, bless you, we were coughing. Like, I think it's another way for like them to excuse me give ring of honor like a uh a, a spotlight if they make it like they're developmental keep the wrestlers there that are on the roster but put some put some fresh blood in the middle of that some indie wrestlers that they show on dark have them in ring of honor performing and not losing every single match that they do yes dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my uh, I had my um, I call my future brother-in-law. My partner's brother was living with us for about three months, and he just calls AEW the squash show. Yes, because we always had dark and elevation on, and he's like, "It's the squash show." And then he'd ask me, he's like, "Who's been on? Like, who who's been on AEW TV? Who's making their debut?" And he'd be like, "So they're losing, aren't they?" <laughs> like. Yeah. Don't call me out like that. I love this show. It's so sad because we've had lots of the wrestlers that have been on AEW Dark, and I'm like so happy for them. You know, like we we congratulate them on our page and everything, and then I'm like congratulations, blah blah. And I and, but me not typing it, I go congratulations on making your AEW Dark debut, but it it is it, it end up in a loss. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't, Joe look at it that way, but I look at it as an opportunity. You know what I mean? It is an opportunity, but they lose is sad. <laughs> like, he but just... I, I feel like, um, I don't know, the opportunity to just be on AEW. Would, uh, for me, I, I don't think I'd ever make it in um, WWE or AEW. I don't think. I'm 26 now, and it's like, I want kids soon. Like, I want to wrestle for a couple more years, but then I want kids. I just want to drive. I just want to fly over to America, do one tour. And if I was on AEW, I would just be like, yeah, I'm on AEW. Yeah, I'd lose. But I'd still be happy because I'm like, I was on AEW. I can say that for the rest of my life. Exactly. To me, that would be, I would be happy. I wouldn't care about the loss. I'd be like, I was on AEW TV. But you got to remember when you come to America, don't forget to tell us. So we go all hang I would, I would or, do, or, or don't, or don't tell us. Keep it secret because don't tell Joe. Just tell Geek, and then I'll yeah. be like, "What? Are, where are we going, Geek? I can't tell you." Yeah, yeah. Don't tell, don't tell Joe because Joe is gonna blab it to everybody. He has a big mouth. I, it's like I swallowed the microphone as a kid. What do you mean? I have to talk, not talk. <laughs> you have to shh, Joe. Shh. He doesn't tell, tell me. No, we don't tell him. Yeah, we don't tell him, and then you just like. Uh, what, uh, when where we at the meetup spot? Just go, Joe. Come to this address. Yeah, we're, we're, yes. we're, yeah. Last time we spoke, I think you said you like pizza. We'll go to a, a nice pizza place on Long Island. 
Hey, what's going on, dude? How's it going? Hey, dude. <laughs> so he was on our, our podcast. We were doing a watch along, so you joined us. Yeah. You know? Hello. Yeah. A loss at AEW would be great. Um, like, honestly, just to wrestle some of the talent, like any of them, I'd happily lose to. And, and and it's also you don't just go on AEW Dark and they're like, okay, see you later, bye. No, you get headshots. You get yeah, they head. give you like photos yeah. and everything, professional photos and everything. Headshots. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> you lose, bye. It's like you lose, good chaser. But you get you get photos, so it's like it's a kind of like a parting gift. It's like it's kind of yeah. like a win yeah. and a loss, like a goodie bag, a goodie bag. And Look, you can yeah. still like put that on like posters and stuff, and you like your resurre- uh, wrestling resume, AEW. Like seen on AEW TV, yeah. Seen on AEW's YouTube, and also like, you, get, you get the headshots too. They let you sell the picture, and when you yeah. go to the promotional shows, because I've we've had we've gone to we went to me and Geek went to a show in Long Island, and the the rest the female wrestler was signing autographs, and I looked at the table, and every one of the pictures I saw in the book was the headshot they she got on AEW Dark. Yeah, and I was like, okay, good. It's like a, like I said, it's like a parting gift, Joe. It's like a goodie bag. You get you, get, you go home with like a with a eight by tens or whatever, and they're like, here you go, bye. But it's professionally done. Yeah. It's like it, you may get a black eye, but you just got some headshots. <laughs> yeah, but black eye just comes with the territory, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's what it comes when you when you're a wrestler and you work in like retail, like the like the three of us, and like. You go to work the next day with a black eye, like, what happened to you? It hurts. Was it worth it? Every second. <laughs> oh, I took a tombstone at Deathmatch Down Under, and I was telling all my co-workers, I was like, I took a tombstone, guys. I took a tombstone. I don't even think they care, except for two of them. I'm like, I took a tombstone. You're all going to hear about it. None <laughs> of you care. None of you watch wrestling. It's Australia. You all didn't think like it would even be in this country, but I took a tombstone, and and I was like showing them footage after my shift. I was like, "Everyone, watch this before you go home." Oh jeez! Like, oh yeah. yeah, like just stopping my coworkers. I'm like, I know you want to get home to your families because you've spent all day dealing with terrible customers that you know come in at five minutes before closing and yell at us for stupid things but still look at my tombstone before you go home <laughs> I, I guess me and you and geek have become the new we have a new team now we're, we're not the losers club we're the retail we're retail friends the retail friends <laughs> we're the three best friends we're the retail friends that everybody wants to be friends with <laughs> that's us joe can't sing i'm sorry no i can't no my sister does that stuff no i just make people laugh J- joe joe your sister can make up the words that song right yep yeah but yeah like, we're all in retail i work for coca-cola joe works for key foods and, yeah right and she works for a gaming store that sells us uh, electronics <laughs> Well, I work for a actually I work for a um yeah, it's um it's like I don't know if I could say the name, but it's like a just in case like we share a retail story and I'm not supposed to say it. But basically I work for this giant hi fi store that sells all this um like that sells like electronics, laptops, headphones, TVs. We also sell dishwashers and fridges and um 
and all that home appliances. And then I'm in charge of DVDs, CDs, vinyls, and collectibles. And then we also have a game section. We wow. sell everything. It's like a massive store, superstore of like all this stuff. Is, I'm is thinking of a store, but I'm not going to say the name because I think I know what it is. I'm not going to say it. Is it three sixteen? Just said I just took a tombstone. <laughs> tombstone. <laughs> I, I, I was so happy. We need to make that a clip. We need to make that a clip for the show. I took a tombstone, guys. Check out this video. <laughs> we, we, I we can't send you the clip if you want. Oh, okay. yeah, later on, send us the clip, definitely. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, Geek, Geek knows how to make clips with the podcast now, so we put, like, small clips from the episode, and he could make the clip of you saying, guys, I took a tombstone, watch the video, and he could he could make that a clip of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> or Joe could do it, too. I don't know how to do it. So, I, yeah, I, I, I shared it on Twitter. <laughs> a video of me doing it. Mm-hmm. I'll have to definitely. I'm gonna watch that. Definitely send it to us later so we can post the, uh, so we can post it on the uh, Insta. I will. Yeah. So, so have you have you I, have you been collecting anything since the last we hung out? Collecting. Yeah. Uh, as in around my house, like little, fine, uh, like little figure. Oh, um. So, my work had a massive. Uh, massive cardboard cutout of Spider-Man that was 3D sticking out and my true love, um, Doctor Strange, a.k.a. Bender Cumberbatch, right next to him. And I've taken that home and put it in my lounge room, much to my partner's dismay. So I've currently got, like, a massive... I've got a giant cardboard cutout of Spider-Man and uh, Doctor Strange in my in my lounge room now. That was so big, I had to put down both of my car seats, like <laughs> knock everything on the way out, and like couldn't see my rearview mirror. Couldn't see out of my rearview mirror. It is massive, like almost floor to ceiling big. I could imagine the video footage from the security office when you were leaving the building, you were knocking everything off the shelves, all the things you were the kid stealing. I got it. All the DVDs falling off the shelves as you're leaving the store. Yeah, yeah. The uh, games guy, um, like the, the guy in charge of the games department was just watching me, trying to like, like just watching me drop things. I dropped my bottle. I'm trying to like play soccer with it, like kick the ball, <laughs> kick my drink bottle out the door. And he's like, let me help you. You are you are messing up so badly. Luckily, the security guard had already gone home because there were no no more customers left in the store. But I'm like there, like knocking over the fire TV sticks, like trying my best not to knock over any tablets. <laughs> All the iPads are falling off the shelves. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> that goes on my page. You're knocking down all the iPads, all the laptops, the cellular alarms are all sitting off because you know when you're in those stores, they're connected. <laughs> damn y'all. Damn y'all. <laughs> like it all the laptops are falling off all the cord that you know when you take a laptop and it like it has that thingy in it so you can't move it away from the desk. And if it pulls out the loud screech goes off, you know, all the alarms <laughs> are going off. You're like, I don't know what that was, gotta go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, deal with it when I see you next. When I come into the office, I'll see how much damage I have to pay. Yeah. yeah. 
like in your balloons. That, that's like geeky at work. He's a klutz. He's always knocking stuff over, knocking soda bottles over, and like walking <laughs> it, away. That's it's it. like you were like you were like what's his name from Willy Wonka? I got the golden ticket. <laughs> you were like running out of the store. <laughs> I did it! I did it! I did it! Yay! Now I gotta get out of the store. Luckily, the only things I actually knock over are DVDs when I'm trying to like stack them on the shelves. (laughs) And then you just like pick it up, go, I hope it's not broken, and you just put it like behind the other DVDs. You're like, I don't think it's broken, but if it is, because you can't check because it's got the plastic on it, you just put it in the back. And who knows, by the time it's ready for it to be sold, we've already gotten a call from head office saying it has to go back because we haven't sold enough and they don't (laughs) want to sell it anymore. Yep. I did drop a game once as well. That was a Nintendo Switch game and I opened it up because I could actually open this one up because there's no plastic on it. I'm like, thank God it didn't break. Like it was like a new game that had just been released and I accidentally dropped it and I'm like, oh God. We're going to sell a million of these. How could I do that? It was the, uh, oh, it was the Pokemon Arceus. We were selling, we were selling so many copies of it and I dropped it and I'm like, no, because we were like selling so many of those that day. I'm like, that is definitely getting sold. Geek would have been crying. It'd be funny. You're handing Geek his game and it just drops between you two and he's like, no. They help you have fun. They help you have fun playing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry, it was fine. I checked. I checked. It no damage. No He's damage. Like, it was a hard case. That could have been me just uh, collecting the game right there and being like, uh, and just going back to playing it. And be like, wait a minute. Why is it all scratched up over here? I don't know. You bought it. <laughs> <laughs> no returns. <laughs> You bought it, <laughs> or it's like you're handing in the box, the bag. You know, when you buy something at like a GameStop or whatever, it's like here's your thing, and they're handing you the bag, and it's the bag. It's like you're so excited, your fingers slip on the bag. You're like, ah, and it's falling here in the arms of an angel. It's the ground. You hear that clank, clank, clank sound because the PlayStation disc. You're like, this is this is why digital games are better. You know what? Geekins. I have a digital PS5 and I wish I didn't get it. Really? Those games are expensive. No, I mean like the digital games, like the download, like the, the games you oh, download yeah. instead of yeah. actually getting the disc. So that's why I, Geek would think, okay, now I wish I, I had. I believe. I, 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 I really... These are cheaper though. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. with you, Izzy, on that one because oh, I think it was Christmas time like two years ago. I actually downloaded, uh, I got really into hockey during the pandemic, and I, I got NHL 2021, and I didn't get the game. I actually got just a digital copy because I bought it online. It was like 30 some bucks, and I was like, do you know what? I'm getting into hockey. I'm going to buy this. Every other part of me is going, you're only going to play this for like two months, Joe. You're an idiot. You're going to delete this. I was playing that thing like crazy, like a madman. My dad's like, you're playing hockey. Did you just score like two goals in a row? Yep. Go with them. <laughs> Once you play a digital game, you gotta keep playing. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, 
it's it's weird because I sell all these because I've got a Nintendo Switch, so that's the only one I can buy like actual physical copies of the game for. But also like all these PS5 games, especially on the release, and it'll be like I don't know, seventy nine dollars, eighty nine dollars, and I can get ten dollars off that because of my staff discount, and I'll like sell that, and then I go, I want to get the game. Go online, go on the PlayStation Store. Oh, it's one hundred and twenty eight dollars for me because I've got a digital PS Five. That's my life. <laughs> Just yeah. going. I'm selling everyone the same game that I have, but cheaper because it's my store that's chosen the price based off the retail price. Gone. We can sell it for like seventy nine, eighty nine dollars, but then PlayStation's like it's one hundred and thirty nine dollars for you, and it's yeah. like oh. Cool. Uh, I love this. I could have, you know, gotten a game for like seventy nine dollars, sixty nine dollars, but instead it's like all oh, so much more money because <laughs> we got it. Especially okay? the deluxe edition. I was going to say just especially the deluxe edition, like Joe was talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. The, WWE the, game. One hundred nineteen dollars. I was really ex- sorry. Keep going. The only nah. reason, the only reason I really got the deluxe edition for two K twenty two. My boys on it, Mr. 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 Uh, Mr. Buyaka Mr. Ray Ray. Ray Mr. What if, if, if Bray's on it next year? Joe would be like, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it. I'll go, I'll grow my 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 beard, my beard will grow back. I'll wear the fedora, walking with the, the, the flannel shirt, be like, I'm here to get my edition of the game. Cause you you Bob monkeys, you you monkeys think you're gonna get me over, but I really the sun doesn't the sun the sun doesn't rise in the east. It rises in the west. In my game now, it needs to be in my hands. Bray Wyatt, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and, but like, sir, that'd be thirty nine dollars. What? Be- <laughs> <laughs> in my case, because I paid ninety nine dollars. He's like, your pre order. Oh, it's eighty. It's it's you still owe eighty some dollars. All right, I got it in my wallet. I told him how much I paid for the dine, the regular edition. He was like, $99? Really, Joe, you couldn't get the regular edition? No. I didn't want the regular edition. Can't get all the good stuff. <laughs> and plus, what the I was so close. I've pre ordered the game. It was actually a birthday present, but I've gotten the, the pre order for the quarry that's coming out next month, like made by the same people that made Until Dawn. And I wanted to get the deluxe edition because it was my birthday. So get me the deluxe edition, but then I looked at it and I'm like, Happy birthday. Uh, the deluxe edition for that game is actually just you get the PS4 game and the PS5 game, and that's all that's in the deluxe edition. And I'm like, ah, why would I want the PS4 game? And I have yeah. a PS5. <laughs> yeah, I think that's silly because you think nowadays the way they do games, you get a deluxe edition, it'll come with like in the WWE term. You get the deluxe edition, you get the season pass, and you get the deal like the whatever the big DLCs are, the big four, they're all free. So you don't have to pay a dime. They're already like I already got the bonsai edition on the 26th as soon as it as soon as it came out. It already loaded to my system. So I didn't have to go in and buy it and pay for it and show I got the like I didn't, wanna, didn't have to show my receipt at the door. I bought it. See, I bought it. <laughs> Tell PlayStation, I bought it. See, it just loaded already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
geeking. So, so uh, where can people find you? Ah, oh, uh, find me on Facebook at Izzy Shaw Professional Wrestler. Find me on Twitter at Izzy Shaw PW. I recently changed my Twitter name because I was on another podcast, and they drew to my attention that my three X's on the end of Izzy Isabel City might be a little bit taken the wrong way because mm-hmm. i always put three x's on the end of things i've always done that and then it's like oh yeah three x's is seen as sexual so izzy shaw pw is the new name on my twitter <laughs> uh i've also got a uh, also you can follow me on tiktok at quirky club fun and you can also find me on instagram at izzy shaw 46 do you have any upcoming shows or uh um I will be wrestling at Power Slam on their um big golden Grove show. I believe that is May twenty eighth. I will also be doing a show in um I believe I can't remember the date. It's in June. June I will be wrestling in Queensland. I'll be wrestling in Queensland for the new promotion up there. Uh I one fall, one fall, I believe. Nightfall, nightfall. Yes. Sorry, it's a new promotion. They've only done like two or three shows, but I recently spoke to the promoter about that. It, it's in a couple months' time, so I've not really got it sunk in my head as much as I should have. But I'll be wrestling in Queensland soon, which would be good because I haven't wrestled in Queensland for years. So you can see me there. Um, I will also hopefully be on another RCW show soon. And I am currently in a petition to become a tag team with Rochelle Rogue. I've only met her once, but I hit it off with her instantly and watched my hunt to try and get people to book us as a tag team. <laughs> well, we are doing tag team month next month. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. so yeah, Izzy, went, thank you so much for coming back on the podcast. You're awesome. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you, guys. No problem. So It was good to see you guys again. Yeah. Same, same, so, same, same. You want to close it, Joe? <laughs> I'm Joe Panther the third. Soon to be the uh, birthday boy. I'm the middle geek. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. And we were born in the same month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and. Yeah. Is he sure? Is he? <laughs> and we will catch you in the next one.